T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Three years. This isn't eight years in or something. It's like, I think Matt Nagy has shown you he can coach football and get this. Now, that's not what everyone wants to hear in Chicago, or maybe everyone does. I'm not sure exactly about talk radio and everything else that they live in up there, but it's a it's a real town, right, that loves their football and their passionate fans. And, you know, I grew up in that area a little bit and went to college there. They're passionate, so when you're losing matters tremendously every week. Yep, no doubt Tony Romo. Joe Osho, Sports Radio 670. The Score broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. Tech Zone also uh, hit us up, 312-644-6767. 312-644-6767. Brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time, shop online, rosenhyundai.com. Uh, I, I asked a question that elicited a um, a ton of response on Twitter last night. Just thinking about the game and where the Bears sit big picture-wise going into the offseason. Even though um, everything we saw yesterday was pretty much expected, and then you see it played out once again against a winning team, against a good team. Bears not on that tier. But once again, they can't play with the big boys, even though they made the playoffs. So cool. If you're, they made the playoffs two out of three years guy, awesome. Context, they had to expand the playoffs. Context, 16 and 6 over the last two seasons. And zero playoff wins, too, in in those three years. Uh, it's a tough one. Here's a Twitter poll I posted. I got thousands to vote. Thousands. People had strong opinions. At Joe0670, I tweeted the following Jordan Malley. Stay near the microphone because I, I, w- I want to get your uh, opinion on this. Vote, I dare you. Which member of the Bears organization is best at his job? Think about that. Which member of the Bears organization is best at his job? 
open phone lines if you want to discuss this one. Here are your four options. The chairman, George. The president slash CEO, Sweaty Teddy. The GM in hiding, Ryan Pace. Or the offensive guru slash head coach, Matt Nagy. George, Ted, Pace, Nagy. You must select one. You must. Many people reached out to me and said, Joe, I can't pick one. I'm sorry. This is impossible to answer. Jordan Malley, how would you respond? Which member of the Bears organization is best at his job of those four? I saw this, and I I sat there for a long time, man. And I was like, I don't even know how to justify my answer here. It might surprise some people, but, I mean, wouldn't George be the one doing his job the best, considering if you're just thinking about financial reasons, right? I don't know. George... I get football and winning, but like the organization as a business, from a business standpoint, isn't that more on Ted Phillips? Uh, Wouldn't you give I, him credit for that? He's the business guy. So I had a tie. You believe that? There's a tie here. Really? Out of thousands of votes, there's a tie for which member of the Bears organization of the four is best at his job. What do you think the tie is between who? Ryan Pace. And nope. really, nope. Hmm. Matt Nagy and George and George. Yes, that's it. 30, 34% tie. George and Nagy. I, th- I think it's very telling. Even after three frustrating years of Matt Nagy's offense, there's a good amount of Bears fans that really like Matt Nagy, that really want him to succeed. That that believe him when he talks. Can get behind him as a leader of this team. And we don't hear from him as much. You know, we don't hear from Pace, but the evidence is there. We can look at his drafts, his failures in free agency, trades, all that stuff with Pace. We can go on and on about that. People like George. They probably know he's not going anywhere. And remember, he came in, he was like, yeah, enough of this trustman. Get out of here, Emmer. get out of here. Is he going to do something like that again? I don't think he is. He would surprise me. But is it all, George? I don't know. How much of it is Virginia? That's the other part at this stage. So, best at his job, 34% George, 30 per- 34% Matt Nagy. Pace was third. Ted Phillips, fourth. A few takeaways. In addition to George and Negi um, being very likable still. The other thing is I noticed that the people that reached out to me that wanted to explain their opinion after they voted, because then they realized that the guy at the end here is what I voted for and did I do something stupid is there there was a lot of explanation behind the votes for Phillips, which is intriguing. And the the common theme was, you can hate Ted Phillips all you want, but he's good at his job because the Bears are making money hand over fist. 
thought that was interesting that a lot of Bears fans still like Nagy and George. And remember, the, the owners usually take the brunt of everything. The owners get booed at everything. But George doesn't make a lot of public appearances. Outside the South Lots. He's going down to the South Lot. If you're a season ticket holder. It's tough to answer. And like I mentioned, a lot of people said, Joe, I can't. Why are you doing this to me? I can't provide an answer here. If I had to pick one and I have issues with all four, a lot of issues. If I had to pick one best at his job, Matt Nagy. And I probably spend as much time criticizing criticizing Nagy as any of the four. But I, just by default, I would go with Matt Nagy, probably because he's fourth as far as the power goes, too. That's one of the reasons. And I, I put some blame on him for Nick Foles. However... He's been asked for three years to make it work with Trubisky. That's what his boss has asked him to do. You're paying him for two more years. I don't think he's a great coach. I have a lot of issues with Nagy. But I'm willing to give him another shot with a younger quarterback. And if somebody in the, in the current organization is going to be making the, the decision on the next quarterback, even though... You know he fought for Foles. I still would rather have it be Matt Nagy than Ryan Pace. Ryan Pace is 0 for 3. And it's just... Yeah, Glennon was bad. There was a lot of money. But it was a one-year thing. You knew he was a bridge. There's Mike Glennon. But the Trubisky thing is just something you can't ever get over. Like Matt Nagy was coaching Pat Mahomes, okay? He liked Mahomes. He went through that draft process for Mahomes. If Matt Nagy's in charge, I don't think Kansas City, if he's even available, that they're ever drafting Trubisky. You want to jump in on this? 312-644-6767. Is It's interesting. Joe, I was going to say the biggest fear of mine is watching Nagy walk to another team and actually succeed in what he's been trying to do here for the last handful of years. That's the scariest part, and I think it's the I think it's the thing that scares Bears fans the most is you don't want to see that guy walk away and have success somewhere else, and then you're stuck with nothing, and you realize that the decision you made about that guy may not be true. I think the Bears feel the exact same way, Jordan, and that's one of... Uh a few reasons that he's going to be staying. And I've brought this up a couple of times on the show because it it stuck with me. And it was what Charlie Casserly was on NFL Network recently. And this is a guy that has been a consultant for numerous teams when they're um, running a search for their next head coach. And he was talking about what Joe Gibbs said is important when you're looking for a head coach. And I still think Matt Nagy checks a lot of boxes. Presence. Communication. Character. Doesn't Matt Nagy check a box for all of those? Now, I I have my own questions about evaluation and about management 
Management can mean many different things. He's not perfect, but there are there are leadership qualities that Negi still has. And I, I'm not someone that says, oh, maybe he can be a great head coach. He can be a CEO of a team. Oh, no, he was brought here to fix the offense. He's not fixing the offense. It's three full years of his offense. But I do get, cut him some slack. I, I'd rather give Negi another shot with a young quarterback than let Ryan Pay select another one. And there are some Bears fans that still have some belief. And some also reached out to me and said, Joe, I may have voted for Nagy, but by no means does the, is that a, a vote of support for Matt Nagy. And I get that as well. But it's troubling when you look at the very top, the four big names that we think of. Think about the future of this organization. Okay, here are the people in charge. Here's the chairman. Here's the president. Here's the general manager. Here's the head coach. Which one do you trust? And the answer is nobody. That's extremely troubling. 312-644-6767. 312-644-6767. Monty in Plainfield is on 670, the score. Hello, Monty. Hey, Joe. Good evening. Um, I, I've had enough of the Nagy support. Uh, here's why. I know when Nagy was hired, he was trying to get his first head coaching job. But if you remember, he was effusive in his praise of Mitch Trubisky. He talked about meeting Trubisky in the uh, pre-draft process and talked about how he was a fit for his system. My problem with Nagy, he may check a lot of boxes uh, as far as being a a great leader and and whatnot, but he's overly stubborn. And in my opinion, he's a poor evaluator of the talent that he has. He doesn't match uh, his scheme to the players he has. He tries to force fit everything as evidenced yep. by, you know, the issues on the O line this year, uh, not putting uh, Mustafa and bars in there when, uh, you know, the guys that they had uh, in place, they were forced into those issues by injury. And if you think about it, think about this, you know, the, the stroke of good luck that he had with Foles getting hurt at the end of that Minnesota, that first Minnesota game, Trubisky never would have seen the field. And I don't love Trubisky. I don't want Trubisky back unless he's a bridge guy into something else. But Trubisky doesn't see the field, in my opinion, uh, without Foles getting injured at the end of that first Vikings game. Yeah. I, Monty, we are on the same page. And, and don't get me wrong. Um, part of the reason that I'm just looking at the, I'm just looking at the reality of the situation here. I think that I could be way off, and maybe there's an announcement later this week that I was not expecting. I don't think Eagles fans were expecting the following Monday, one full week after the season was over, for there to be an announcement about Doug Peterson being gone. But I'm just looking at how the Bears operate and under contract for two more years and zero losing seasons as a head coach, they're going to look at the positives. And I just, I don't see them firing him. So I'm looking at some of the other stuff, which which I think is worse. But, you know, I, I push back as well when I hear uh, people talk about Nagy and can he be a good coach long term. I think his in-game management is poor. Uh, he's not a play caller. He had to fire himself. How embarrassing is that? If I was his boss 
and we're sitting down here at the end of the year like maybe they did today or they're, they're going to do later this week. And I say, I would say as far as the offense, well, what is it you do here, buddy? Why do I need to keep you? Because you were brought, brought in to fix the offense. And what are you doing for the offense? Because I know your hands off. You don't do anything when it comes to the defense. His scheme doesn't work. He doesn't work with what he's got, right? He's about running his offense. Oh, you don't fit my offense? Too damn bad. You're going to run my offense. Well, you're supposed to adapt. You're supposed to adjust. That's what ha- what's happening in the league right now. And Matt Nagy's not great at it. List off the players that have developed on offense under Matt Nagy. It's one or the other. It's the talent or it's the lack of development. Which one is it? There's a problem somewhere after three years. So we're going to put it all in Trubisky. Is that what we're going to do? Well, don't let them sell that to you this offseason. Don't fall for that one. That if you change the quarterback, meaning Trubisky, by the way, didn't even start what half the games, that everything's going to be fixed. Don't fall for that one because they're going to try. They're going to try for that spin. But like I mentioned, Monty, I'm just at a point where I know he's coming back. So if I know that, well, let's talk about pace. Let's talk about what he's going to do with his coaching staff. Is there going to be a a football czar in there? Because that would be more impactful than keeping Matt Nagy around another year and giving him another shot with a young quarterback. 312-644-6767. Joe Osho, 670 The Score in the Radio.com app. MVP Mitchell. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Chicago Sports Station. He looks like he's got bad diarrhea and he can't make it to the bathroom. (laughs) Joe Osho, Sports Radio 670 The Score. So I might not be uh, in support of the direction of the Bears and... Hopefully we'll find out more later on this week and they'll hold their end-of-the-year press conference, all that fun stuff. But I woke up on Sunday morning and I was in a good mood. I don't know about you guys. I was in a really good mood. I was in a terrible mood. Thanks for asking. Okay, good. Why were you <coughs> Why are you in a bad mood? Oh, just the fact that uh, two same-game parlays missed uh, on a combination of a total of, like, 40 yards when both the dudes were used consistently the entire season. Rob Gronkowski not going over 32 and a half yards in a playoff oh. game? In a playoff game? Are you kidding me? Hey, man, I don't want to hear it. I was I was big on Brady not having a great game. And... uh Brady had a great game. How about his little stunts just... at the end of the game is just not doing the post-game interview and giving it to Leonard Fournette because he was, quote-unquote, so mad about how they played. Give me a break, Tom Brady. Oh, please, please. So I was in a good mood on Sunday because it just... It didn't hit me. I knew it all week. And yeah, it was a disappointing season. And I think the Bears have no plan. I think they have no plan. And that's when I start ranting and raving about Ryan Pace. That's why. Because there is no plan. In six years as a GM, he's drafted one quarterback. And it's only the most important position in all the sports. And that's why I get riled up. And that's why I criticize him so much. But you wake up on a Sunday. 
It's day two of the NFL playoffs, and the Bears are playing. Bears are game two of three on Sunday, so I was in a good mood. So what I decided to do was run a contest, and that's why you should be following me on Twitter. At Joe 0670, at Joe 0670. Uh, Two hours before the game, I said, you know what? Screw it. Send me your score predictions. Your winner and what you think the score is going to be. And and if you hit it, I will Venmo you $100. Jordan, do you think anybody got the final score of Saints 21, Bears 9? I got hundreds of replies. No, but I'm willing to guess there was a lot of 21 to 10s. There was one 21 to 10. One. And so I was thinking about running it back and doing the contest again for the national championship game tonight. But instead, I'm like, you know what? This dude, Victor Jack, nailed it. And he supports my show, Bet Sweats. I've seen him retweet the podcast in the past. So I Venmoed Victor Jack 100 bucks. I think that was the right move. because. And the other part is, is because he should have had it. If they go for the extra point after scoring the touchdown as time expired and the rule was implemented a couple years ago that you didn't have to if it was going to impact the outcome of the game, so, the, so they did not do the extra point yesterday. But he nailed it. Three touchdowns for the Saints, touchdown and a field goal for the Bears. It's not his fault that they didn't do the extra point try. So that was a hell of a call. Would you would you have given away the money or do the contest another time? I would have given the money. I would have 100% did what you did. Yeah, because that's not like at the end. I know the sports books would be laughing 10. at you, but they, they'd be saying, no, we'll take your money. But I'm with you. I think that was a good move. Definitely. Okay. So that's why you should be following me. At your 0670. And, and also, a bunch of people were doing leaving uh, five stars for the reviews on BetSweats. So, appreciate everybody doing that. I'm going to do do a contest like that when we have a big event uh, more often. You realize that that was the Bears' first road playoff game since January 1st, 1995. Jordan, were you alive in 95? I was. I was less than a year old. I was less than a year old. I was born in 94. Wow. Dude, this is why people I, ask me I remember about that the Bears. Too. And it's like, yeah, anybody my age hasn't seen a decent Bears team outside the 06, 07 team in, in forever, their entire lifetime. It's like wonder you wonder why people my age are Sox fans, Cubs fans first, Bulls fans first, Blackhawks fans first, because we've seen them at least win in our lifetime. Are they fourth or fifth on your list? They're, they're definitely, they're at least third. I was just actually telling Herb this. I said, it's a, I'm probably a Bulls fan 1A and a Sox fan 1B. Growing up, I was a diehard White Sox fan. But as I kind of trended to high school and college, got way more into the NBA and fell in love with the Bulls. So I'd say 1A, 1B, the Bears have to beat them. Yeah, the Bears are third. And honestly, I could put Indiana basketball and Indiana athletics third and the Bears fourth before them. See, I mean, when I was introduced to sport to sports, um, the Bears were it. I I don't really remember 1985, but the, the following years I do remember. That's when I was old enough to get into sports. My dad had season tickets. I mean, Dick is the coach. You have all these brass, these, these fun attitudes. Like, the stuff that they got away with back then would never fly now. Oh, cancel culture would be all over them. It would be, it was ridiculous, man. The Mike Dickus show every Sunday morning, which was taped during the week, was what must watch TV. 
uh, Dick uh, on the night shows. Like now, we don't even see a lot of the local channels do the sports shows. Steve McMichael would be drunk on television on NBC every Sunday night. Like you couldn't miss it. He'd be drunk and he'd bring. I remember one week he he brought whipped cream and he uh, got it all over Marchi and Greco. Like every week, it was just the wild, wild west, man. It was crazy. They ran and run this town. I mean, I guess they still run this town because uh, people like me are older than me have those sorts of memories. And wh- when they're good, it's unreal. It truly is. But you, you haven't seen a lot of that. And yeah, so that's why I gave the money away. I'm like, you know what? The last few decades, this team's barely in the playoffs. That's why I get so frustrated when I hear the ownership or some longtime people talk about the rich history of the Bears. I'm like, get out of here. Like, I'm old. I'm in my 40s now. And there hasn't been much winning throughout my entire life. Like, since 63, we're talking about... Since 64, we're talking about one championship. Stop telling me about your rich history. How many people were alive here in the 30s and 40s to witness and remember all that? Anyways, that's just me getting upset about the Bears again. I've seen every team, at least I've been alive for every team in this city to win a championship at some level except for the Bears. Think about that. Like, they went to the Super Bowl in 06, which was awesome. I was in middle school at that time. And, man, But nobody thought they were going to win that game. No, but, I mean, after Devin Hester ran that back, everybody thought it. But that was, like, that's still, I can tell you exactly where I was, exactly how I was watching it, because that was the firm belief. The first time ever as a Bears fan growing up, I thought, oh, wow, the Bears are actually going to do this. And Bears did the Bears. Yeah, I was at a party, and everybody was excited. And I... I was happy inside, but I was still so nervous. And as everybody's like, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. I'm like, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's, yeah. okay. But that's me. I am always, as, as I'm sure many people could tell, I always expect the worst when it comes to the Bears. And uh, usually I'm right as far as that goes. I'm good with that in pro- the prognosticating business. Um, predicting the Bears' demise because that, that's the easy thing to predict. Uh, let's listen to Brad Biggs. You know, here's five minutes. Bears fans, take a listen. You know this, that there's nobody that's plugged in covering the Bears like Brad Biggs. And he's a regular on the Mully and Haw show. And, you know, Biggsy just keeps dropping these hints. Not a guy that throws stuff against the wall, looking for retweets, anything like that. But he keeps dropping these hints about Ryan Pace. He does. And do it about Matt Nagy. Maybe maybe Pace isn't back. Listen closely. Here's Biggs this morning uh, from the Chicago Tribune on the Mullion Hall Show right here on Sports Radio 670, The Score. We see the next move here at Hallis Hall. You're, you're wondering, uh, hey, w- when is there going to be an announcement? Is is anything going to happen? Is, is there a possibility that uh, the coach and the GM return uh, after a, a COVID nineteen season, with a mandate of uh, "Hey guys, you got to get it straightened out here right away," I, I suppose that's possible. Um, the team hasn't really provided any kind of timeline other than to say that Pace and Nagy uh, will speak later this week. Well, listen, they're only going to talk if they're still employed by the team. So the the club sending out an email that says the coach and GM will talk later this week is uh is what's on tap right now but as you would realize everything could be subject to change 
I think uh, I think Pace could be in in a difficult spot here, though, guys. He's finished uh, six seasons. He's twelve games below five hundred with one uh, season with a winning record, and uh, you've got the quarterback issue that uh, he came in. He kept Cutler uh, for a little bit there, then uh, got rid of him, signed Glennon, traded up to draft Mitch Trubisky in one of the uh, you know worst draft mistakes you can think of. You know, in these parts, you've got to compare it to uh, Sam Bowie and the Portland Trailblazers, right? And uh, you know, since then he's he's traded for Nick Foles and I think the coach probably deserves as much or more blame for the Nick Foles thing blowing up like a cheap science project uh but um can you really ask Pace to go out and get you another quarterback I I just don't know uh if George is going to be able to talk himself into that I'm I'm interested to hear from George though uh because however you however he decides you know you're probably going to get um an interesting uh, background on on what led him to make his move. Big Z, I, you know, I think it's fascinating to uh, to look at those questions. The, you mentioned the twentieth pick in the draft. If you're trying to fix this thing, where do you start? I mean, I, it just seems like as you go down the list, the list grows. Yeah, well, they they need. Listen, the offensive line got better in the second half of the season, and the discovery of Sam Mustaper through. Um, almost luck uh, in other guys performing poorly is one of the bright spots of the season. I, I think he's got a chance to, to, to be a guy for them moving forward on the line. That's not going to be enough. They're going to need to do more work on the offensive line. I've said since before the season started, this team lacks offensive playmakers. Their offensive playmakers have more or less gone out and backed that up this season. They don't have enough of them. Their wide receivers uh would probably uh, get their butts kicked in a in a boxing ring, and they they don't play football real well either. You know, Anthony Miller, guys, uh, they traded up for him in round two. He didn't get it done this season. He gets ejected from the game yesterday. That that's mind boggling to me. If if I'm Matt Nagy, I want to talk to uh, my wide receivers coach about how two of his players were ejected. Uh, after run-ins with the same guy from the Saints during the season, and where's the production for guys not named Darnell Mooney that the Bears have tried to develop? They don't get credit for developing Allen Robinson. They bought him at the wide receiver store. Uh, so Anthony Miller uh, has really his plays dipped the last two years. Riley Ridley can't even get a uniform on uh, game days, so so that's an issue for him there. Uh, the uh, defense is, is getting a little bit older, guys, and uh, they're going to have to take a look at that. Their uh, record-setting kicker uh, is out of contract. I mean, guys, I could I could take you all the way up until 9 o'clock with the, the issues they got to cover here. I wish we had the time, Brad. There's a lot to go over, but there's going to be a busy day potentially today at Hallis Hall. Thanks for, uh, thanks for all the stuff because uh, – think this is just the beginning right there's a there's a lot a big week up, up at Hallis yeah well it's, it's a huge week there there are huge momentous decisions that that need to be made moves that can't be uh taken lightly and if they do make a, a move or two or three 
that doesn't necessarily fix what's going on there. And, and there, there seems to be, to me, a segment of people out there that believe this is as easy as one, two, three. That's that's not the case. Um, you got to you got to make a move. You've got to find the right guy. They've got to have a plan, uh, and then they've got to be able to to pull it off. And, and that takes time, and uh, it, it takes a little bit of luck. And um, boy, I just uh, it's it's really hard to get out of no man's land, guys. And, and they are smack dab in the middle of it right now. Yes, they are. Eight and eight, eight and eight. Probably keeping the head coach. We'll see about the general manager. Question marks at quarterback. Ten is probably gone. Bye bye, Trubisky. How about that, dude? Trubisky on the way out. Last few weeks, we've seen him take shots at the play calling, and then yesterday, he's talking about the culture. Nobody has criticized Matt Nagy's culture here. That's a constant. Media, fans, players, until I heard it with Trubisky. I'm not sure if that was about Anthony Miller and that stunt that he pulled on the field yesterday, but when you bring up culture, that smacks right at the head coach. Penalties yesterday. Coaching. There are a lot. It was not a good day for Matt Nagy, but I don't think it matters. It sounds like promises were made to him. I wonder how hard he went to win that ball game yesterday. For a team that was talking all week about nothing to lose, did they play like that? I saw a lot of business decisions and a coach just trying to keep the score somewhat respectable. Let's not get embarrassed. We know we're not going to win, but let's not get embarrassed here. On Nickelodeon and CBS for the Romo game. That's what it looked like to me. You want to check in, uh, if you couldn't get through earlier, phone lines were jammed. I know a lot of people were calling in, 312-644-6767, the text line, also the same number, 312-644-6767. The score listener line, powered by BetQL, Bet Smarter and Beat the Books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Joe Osho, 670, the score in the radio.com app. That's the swag that we need. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago Sports Station. Joe Osho, Sports Radio 670 The Score. Tomorrow morning, I will be on my weekday show because it's a weekday show. I'm there every day. 9 to 11 a.m. Bet Sweats, Monday through Friday on the radio.com app. You catch it live, like I mentioned, 9 to 11 a.m. Or subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you're doing that. Help us out. Leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes, Spotify, Radio.com. 312-644-6767. We don't know when the Bears are going to talk. Alan Robinson spoke with the media today. But when I say the Bears are going to talk, I'm talking about the head coach and the general manager. I'm sure they're uh, working their way through that. Are both of them going to return? I, I haven't found a person at least a sensible one who believes that Matt Nagy will not be returning this year as bad of a finish as it was. So I guess he's got uh, the performance performances against those three terrible defenses uh, to lean on there. My God, Devontae Smith. If Alabama wins this game, he is going to be your MVP, and there's no doubt about it. So he's going to win the Heisman. I, I was thinking, okay, there's no way he's going to win the Heisman and the MVP in the championship game. He just scored his third touchdown. 
third touchdown. Thank you. We're, uh, we're waiting on the extra point, but Bama might run away with this one. And that would be the third straight year in which uh, the title game is not competitive at all. Uh, if they hit the extra point, it's going to be 35 to 17 inside two minutes left in the first half. Devontae Smith's stats before halftime, 12 catches, 215 yards, three touchdowns. Whew. That dude is going to be drafted in the top five. Wow. With all those teams that need quarterbacks in the top five, Devontae Smith is probably going to be one of them. Uh, Jordan in Evanston is on 670, the score. Good evening, Jordan. Good evening, Mr. Hill. How are you? Doing well. Um, quick question. As to the casual observer, it seems like yards after a catch were a huge issue this year. Is that going to play into how they're going to treat the wide receiver position uh, over the offseason this year? Uh, and any specifics that you're talking about? You're saying they don't have breakaway speed over the top guys? No, just even even after like first contact, it seems like they just go down, or there's there's yeah. the the routes aren't set up for them to uh, pick up yards after the catch, or maybe the balls aren't on target for them to pick up after the. It just seems like they catch it, and maybe they'll get a yard to lean forward, but there's there's nothing that happens after the catch anywhere on the field. It, yeah, that's interesting because. The team the Bears were playing yesterday, they're known as the Yak team. It starts with Kamara in the backfield, but it's all over the place with the wide receivers. And you're right. Allen Robinson is a great talent, and he needs a real quarterback for the first time in his career. But he's not a yards-after-the-catch guy. He's a go-up-and-get-it guy. And it's the same thing with some of their other receivers. Part of the issue is... Well, the quarterback can't hit them downfield, but yeah, obviously you're talking about Yak. Okay, I, I brought up Camaro, and you, you could talk about some of the other premier running backs in the game, dual threat guys. Montgomery's not that guy. He's dependable. He's good enough. I have no issues with Montgomery, and he'll have a few monster games. And also have games like yesterday where you got to get away from him, and he won't help your offense much once you start trailing. And the play calling is part of that, running between the tackles. That's not going to work much because the head, head coach slash play caller doesn't really want to run the ball. But yeah, they don't have those guys on the field. They don't have those game breakers. Where are they? Uh, the hope was that Patterson was going to be that guy. You, you get him the ball in space. That hasn't happened a ton. Not enough. You'll see it here and there, and Nagy likes to throw him in the backfield. I mean, it's it just not enough of it. They're hoping they see more of that from Mooney. But you aren't wrong about your assessment here. We're the offensive playmakers. Certainly a fair point. 312-644-6767. We go to Lombard. John, you're on 670, the score. Hey, John. Yeah, hey, I, my quick point is, what, who's, if they fire Pace, who's going to take the job? This has got to be the worst team to, to take. They don't have a quarterback. They got Nick Foles under contract. They can't sign Allen Robinson because if they pay him $20 million, they ain't got money to do anything else. That's why they didn't sign him to be bye-bye. They, gotta, they, gotta, they, they have so many holes. I don't understand how they're going to do anything. 
and then you're going to bring this fool back for what? You know, to, to uh, just, wait, wait, um, are you talking about Pace or are you talking about somebody else? Yeah, well, Pace or Nagy. Nagy, Nagy can't. He's an offensive guru who can't put more than uh, than 18 points up in two playoff games. That that six points don't count. The, the same stop playing. So you know right. what I'm saying? It's the same. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, this. Listen. Here's why I've been railing against how Pace does business. Because the future is an unmitigated disaster. Like people want to yell at me about Joe, don't say the Bears lost the Khalil Mack trade. Look at the Raiders right now. I'd rather be the Raiders. Now, just because they're screwing the pooch with all the draft picks that they collected with Khalil Mack doesn't mean the Bears were right. Because if they still had those draft picks, the Bears do something else. And let's wait before calling the Khalil Mack trade a win for the Bears. How many playoff games have they won with Khalil Mack? The championship window is supposedly open now, and what are they doing with Mack on the roster? They're not winning in the playoffs. They haven't done anything with Khalil Mack. They've done nothing. It's not all of his fault, but they gave up so many assets. And and the years are going to pile up pretty soon. Pretty soon, where you're going to wonder where the talent is. Well, I'll tell you where the talent is. You traded away a bunch of first-round picks. And you can make your joke about, well, he doesn't hit on first-round picks anyways. Like, that's an acceptable answer. Way to go, Ryan Pace. He's paid all of these guys on def- overpaid. I mean, we, we still joke about Mike Lennon. Yes, it was one of his big mistakes. There's Mike Clinton. <laughs> but the biggest mistake he's made is Robert Quinn. W- when he's on the field, what has he done? Keeps hopping from team to team. Hmm, I wonder why. You're on the wrong side of 30. There's Ryan Pace uh, willing to give you the last year, last contract of your career. The guy he let go, go to the Rams, what's happening? I don't even think that's entirely on pace. That's more on the coaching staff if you bring that up. Because maybe he is a decent player. But he wasn't developed with these coaches. So, uh, the, uh, the Bears is probably the least attractive job. You're right. You're right. Jacksonville is way more attractive. You're going to have Trevor Lawrence and a lot of money to spend. Houston, they filled that job. You know why? They filled it right away because Deshaun Watson's there. Like, look at some of the quarterbacks where we have openings in the league. We haven't seen this before. Bears, what are you selling? If you move on from pace, go get someone else. Well, who are you getting first off? Because the Bears never don't know where to look. This is part of the reason I think pace returns. You're... you're you're not attractive, an attractive job. What do you have? Oh, you don't have a quarterback? Don't know about the future of your head coach. That's short term. So what are you going to do? You're going to bring in a new general manager and they're going to want their head coach in another year when they fire Matt Nagy? They don't have anything. And Allen Robinson, you can tag them or extend them. But if you do that, you don't have money for anything else. It's a mess. Guys, you thought 8-8 eight eight was bad? 
Let's talk in a year. One to two years is going to be really bad. Really bad. I don't understand the case for pace. I don't get it. But maybe it's just so... Maybe it's just them putting off blowing the entire thing up if they have to. They run it all back. They might have to blow this whole thing up in another year. You think it's going to get better with Nick Foles as QB1 and maybe Mooney as wide receiver one? It's probably only going to get worse. That's what usually happens in this league. Joe Osho, coming up next, score rewind. All Bears stuff. Some of the great guests throughout the day. Talking Bears right here on Sports Radio 670, The Score. Way to go, Ryan Pace. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 